0: love it (laughs) we have a caller we have a caller
1: oh my gosh this is big time first ever she's going to be happy that she can say she knew us when oh my gosh I love it so much I love it we're going to post a picture of our faces when we heard this uh initially because it really is something
0: it is quite a story and the shock and awe of someone having to actually live through it uh, yeah it it sent it sent me reeling my thoughts were reeling for a little while about this one what would i do how would i do it it's a good one
1: it is a good one shall we hit play hit play let's let them hear it
2: okay dr j mills i had a situation happen quite a few years ago when i was working for a small company in the consumer package goods space i was a member of the leadership team acting as their um, svp of sales and when i joined the team i had restructured the team based on where we had the biggest opportunities Um, loved the CEO I was working for. She ended up leaving and a new CEO came in. And about six months into the new CEO being in place, I received a phone call from one of my employees who reported to me. So a member of my team called me and asked me if we were planning to eliminate his position. And he was a high performer, he had greatly grown the business. And I had no idea where this question was coming from. Well, I come to find out that the new CEO had gone behind my back and interviewed an agency to take the place of the employee that had reported to me without talking to me without coming to me to find out why I had this team member in place, what he brought to the team and everything else. And without pulling me into the conversation. Um, My employee knew somebody at the agency who my CEO had interviewed for taking over this account. Um, And that person had called my employee and said, Hey, I think I just interviewed. I think my agency just interviewed for for the role you're currently doing, what's going on? So I would just love to know two things. How would you have approached this conversation with your CEO? Again, you're on the leadership team, you report to the board of directors and the CEO. CEO went behind your back, didn't bring you into these conversations. Um, So my first question is, how would you approach the CEO on this? And my second question is, how would you handle this with your team member who reports to you? Thanks so much, bye. Oh dear. I know my mouth is just open. Like I,
0: I still, in listening to this a second time, I'm still like, what is happening? Oh my gosh. Terrible situation, terrible. So just to recap, make sure I got this right. New CEO in place, Her, she is a senior vice president at the organization. She gets a call from one of her supervisees to share with her that this new CEO has been interviewing an outside agency to take that supervisee's place. I got that right, right?
1: Yes, you've got that right. And my my mama bear instincts just erupt. I'm like, cause that's your, <laughs> that's your team member. So I know for sure I would be hot. Oh yeah,
0: like, and what's what's more than a red flag? Like, is there like, volcano I, I don't know what's what's like what more than a red flag we've got to come up with something maybe maybe our people checkered can help. red yeah checkered red checkered checkered red, flag. red red flaming and fi- on fire flag is what we're looking at right now that's wow oh my gosh
1: well well Dr. Miller that, yeah I mean well I think to be so the first question she asked was how would we have handled it and i think she reiterated a really strong and important point which is it's to the ceo yes so i think it's easy to hear the story and say that you would go in and defend your team member and do all of those things but there's an immediate power differential right right there's immediate politics at play and a little bit of the conversation that we had prior to hitting record was you are not always in a position to just walk out the door. No. So true. our initial reaction was Trust is broken. Start
0: looking. Yes. 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 Trust is completely broken. This speaks to this individual's like level of integrity. Like we kind of went there, right? You're mama bear. My you know, I'm taking off my earrings, getting ready to, you know, yes. take my heels off and go in and throw down. And and immediately those were the thoughts like get out of there quick but you're absolutely right you 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 don't always have that option i mean no matter how comfortable you are and how much you've saved you're going to feel the the loss of that income if you're making that kind of a play and we don't always have the opportunity let's be real 98 percent of us don't have that opportunity to just walk away so we're going to have to have those conversations and, and figure something out right where where would you start what do you think
1: so I think that I would start with a conversation to try to understand the intention of that move agree. What help me understand your perspective for why you felt it was necessary to take that action just period. Why was it necessary? And then secondary, why, was why, why did you feel uncomfortable or why was communicating with me not ranked as the number one thing that could have occurred prior to the action. Right. So even if somebody said, hey, here's the situation. For whatever reason, I am looking at outsourcing these duties. Even if I didn't want to hear that, I still would prefer to know. And then you can have that conversation with the individual that you support and you have that relationship with. Because my next question is, how did that person find out? Right, right. Exactly. I I totally agree with you. I think
0: setting si- setting aside some time to have that conversation with the CEO, right? I know that she mentioned he had he or she, excuse me, they had been there about 6 months. So they weren't brand new to the position, but that's still fairly new in a relationship that you're trying to build. So, setting some time aside, going in with very clear talking points so that your emotional um, self is not taking over the conversation, but really starting with understanding why it was even looked at and why you were not a part of the conversation. And there are some really good reasons that it could be looked at. Now, I don't know that there's a good reason not to have involved the, the individual in the conversation, but it, like you said, it could be budget, it could be streamlining business, it could be a, a new partnership. There are are, things or reasons for that kind of investigation that lie beyond being dissatisfied with the individual or their performance but i 100 percent agree that that the leader the senior vice president should have been involved in that conversation and even approached first to explain the intent of of what was going on and and what they were looking at because building trust
1: is so important Building trust is, I would say, the most important, right? Trust and communication, and they go hand in hand. So that's just a really unfortunate circumstance that... yeah. The other thing that's really coming to me is that, and I think you and I share this this dislike, is when somebody comes into an organization um, at a new capacity and you've only been there for six months and you're making sweeping changes without understanding the culture and the individuals that sit in those seats, that can be extra unnerving, right? Oh, yeah. Because they're operating mm-hmm. from their own beliefs. Right, right,
0: and not knowing what, what, not knowing the, the history, not knowing what maybe the immediate impact is. So yeah, I, that, is, that is very, very frustrating. And off-putting, and it also does not build a good solid foundation for a relationship where collaboration is is going to be possible or partnerships or that exchange of leadership versus following is going to be able to happen either that's really hard
1: so in our you, caller, oh sorry oh Go ahead. sorry our, our caller said that the previous ceo was amazing so it yes. sounded like there was a good relationship there so that's yeah that's even doubly why that would be difficult to stay agreed agreed i i think I think
0: what I was going to ask was if you were the person in this situation that starting off with kind of those those statements I think might help some of our listeners like you know setting up the appointment letting the individual know why you're going to set up the appointment you know I'd really like to have some time with you to discuss this right and and putting that out there um also was like, maybe if you had some of those statements that we, we would wanna start with that conversation with the CEO with. So like, I know setting up the appointment and and giving a clue as to, you know, if you have some time, I'd really just like to, to talk about the situation blank, right, and then really opening up that conversation. Do you have any suggestions? Because I know I call you sometimes as my work bestie for that language, like, how do I start this conversation? How do I open it up?
1: I love a sentence starter because I think it. Once you get started, I feel like then your natural intuition can take over and your knowledge of the position in the business. So I would start generally with, "I would." Can you help me understand your perspective? Oh, I like or that. X situation, and then once that's shared, I generally like to use, "Are you open to a different perspective?" Or, "May I share my perspective on this situation? Are you open to hearing that?" Now, in my experience, people feel like they have to say yes. Yeah. Are they open or are they not open? Unclear, but you'll be able to at least voice your opinion. And ultimately, if you cannot leave that company or that position, the best you can do is hold your own integrity and say what needs to be said so you don't become resentful. Right, because that little grudge garden isn't good for anyone, and it sprouts its its rooted vegetables, and it's not helpful. It does,
0: it does, and it gets crowded in those little grudge gardens. You know what? I i. Oh. I love both of those sentences that you, both of those sentence starters that you just shared. And I think, I think you're right. I think when you ask if you're open to hearing another perspective, it it does force someone's hand. And it also could be very telling about that red flag, right? It could be if the person were to say, oh, yes, of course, then you have the opportunity. And I do think people warm up at times when they're not open to hearing it. When they do hear it, it, it can give them more food for thought. And I think if they were to say, no, I'm, I'm really not open to hearing another perspective. This was a decision that I had to make and I moved forward with it. And I think, you know, here we are today. You know, if they were to be that kind of clear and drawing that boundary, it also can be food for thought for you as to, can I work under this person without that level of trust or without the level of information? So I think- Because that tells you
1: collaboration's over. This isn't collaborative. This is a dictatorship, decisions will be made, input will be minimal, even if it's about your people. Yep, yep, it's true,
0: it's true. So I think what I was trying to say in a very long-winded way was, I think it's an excellent way to go because you're getting data points both ways on how, the what the intention was how this person's going to work with you in conversations in the future i think it's really i think it's a very very good place see this is why you're my work bestie
1: because i would call you and ask you this this is good this is really, yeah, really it, good. It, is, it and one of the things i want to touch on that we often say and i think this also helps hold each other accountable so if you are a leader and maybe you've made a mistake I don't know that it would be to this magnitude but if it if you were it's really the intention versus the impact oh, so yes. you know what commonly we'll hear from individuals and maybe you've heard it in your own life if you're somebody's apologizing and they say well that wasn't my intention that's correct, but that was the impact, and for that you are responsible. That's so right. that may not have been the intention, but the impact is you've the, the trust between the senior vice president and the CEO has a deep fracture that may or may not be able to be repaired. And that is the impact of that behavior. So you'll see the integrity based on the level of accountability that somebody's willing to take, because we're all gonna make mistakes. Right. And you want to be in a relationship with your direct supports that they can say that made me uncomfortable or what could have I have done differently or sorry, I didn't accept the meeting last Friday where maybe you were going to share this information or whatever the situation is. But at the end of the day, it is it is your responsibility. I love that
0: it is. It absolutely is. Now, do you think that in this case, We get the information and and i'm totally just playing out this whole story in my head as i would if i were the person who had been in the situation i would be concocting all of these stories but let's just say we have the opportunity to speak to our ceo we've we've set up that appointment we let them know what we'd like to talk about we go in. we ask about you know the the intention if you could share with me you know from your perspective then we ask maybe from my would you like to are you open to hearing other perspectives and then kind of sharing from my perspective if we had heard from this individual that the the intention was to gather information you know we're looking at what's most appropriate in in, in our upcoming financial situations you know we're kind of getting more of the information and it's making sense that we would look at this option it's still the way it was carried out right it still comes down to the the feeling on my end or the feeling on the senior vice president's end of a lack of trust how what what do we do from there i can't leave i'm not going to quit immediately i might start looking though um how that next part of the conversation i think would be really important to say I really want to build trust between the two of us. I really want you to feel as though you can come to me with any idea at any time. I also want to be a good resource for the historical context that maybe you don't have as you know, being in this position for six months. I want to be able to share with you why we've made different decisions. How can we work on that or something to that effect? What are your thoughts on that? Do we put ourselves out there to try and, and make this a better situation? I know we're still gonna be sending out our resume on the back end, but you know, do we manage up a little bit or do we use our leadership to kind of you know support that individual being better?
1: I think you have to, I think, and I love the, um, historical knowledge. Also, we also use the terms institutional knowledge. So I think all of that is important if they're open to it. I, I agree. You'd have to put yourself out there, manage up as you say, and I would probably request one-to-ones if they're not already scheduled. I love it. Yes. I to get some better insight on the day-to-day with that individual. But, um, yeah, so so. thanks to our very first caller, that was very exciting and provided a lot of content. And I think now that the people have voted, we also have something called a research rundown that we're going oh, to okay. share. Bells and whistles are going off, so
0: it must be time for the research rundown. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. I'm afraid your computer's going to
1: die. Down. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the first one I'll go, I'll share first. We had the trifecta of leadership that was shared from an article in the National Institute of Health.gov. And they're stating that if you think of a triangle on one side, we have lead and support change, next side communicate clearly and at the base inspire confidence in the future. So when all three are strong, 95% of employees fully trust their leaders. And so if we're taking it back to the caller, obviously, There was no support on the change. There was no communication. And they certainly didn't inspire confidence in the future. So those three, that trifecta had been broken on all sides in this exact scenario. And then, JJ, I think you had a book you wanted to recommend. Absolutely. I love this book so much. It's called The Speed of Trust. Um, It's by Stephen Covey, which uh,
0: I think it's a little bit older book, but it does just this really nice, wonderful layout of of talking about how to build trust, how quickly we start evaluating someone for trust. Um, And there was a study out of Princeton that they include in the book that talks about it's really within like milliseconds, a hundredth of a millisecond that individuals are actually starting just at face value to evaluate whether or not someone is trustworthy and whether or not they want to form a relationship with that person whether or not that person is honest so i think that book has a lot of great little research tidbits in it it also does a really nice job at discussing how in building trust it's like a little bank account you're putting you know you're putting little deposits in daily Having self-trust is very important if you trust yourself to get yourself out of bed in the morning and go do that wonderful workout that you need to and all that fun stuff. And the final just piece that is so beautiful is rebuilding trust. It gives you wonderful strategies on how to rebuild trust. So I'd take a look at that one as well. It's pretty good.
1: Okay, that sounds great. And any last hot tips or definite takeaways? For the listeners.
0: Gosh. Oh my gosh. I this one, this was a good one. This was a sticky one to get started, right? I think we both had that knee-jerk reaction of, oh, get out of there. Get quit, get out, go on, move on. But you know, I think really being able to take the time with your emotional intelligence skills to evaluate and go in and have that conversation is, is going to be key. And who knows, maybe, maybe a really great relationship could be cultivated from that.
1: That would be one hell of a rebound, but maybe (laughs) (laughs) Stranger Stranger things have happened, but you never know. Yes, stranger things have happened. And we we will talk about more in other episodes, but the interpersonal relationships as a leader are your number one concern, right? Maintaining Absolutely. them. So even if you gain trust day one, keeping that trust is of utmost importance. So maybe maybe we'll have her on again and we'll understand what happened in the first six months because we don't know if there were little baby magenta flags leading up to the checkered red. We don't know that.
0: You never know. You gotta, you gotta keep your eyes open for those
1: things. And we should say that she did not stay with the organization and she chose to make a large announcement at a budget meeting. So (laughs) she she would also like to preface that this was a, um, more at the beginning of her career when she chose to make a more substantial exit. So more on that later, who knows what episode find us wherever you listen to podcasts and please visit our website for resources at theproject-biglove.com. Be sure to like, share, rate, and leave a positive review. And if you don't have anything positive, no worries, you can skip that part. As always, the questions and stories to share are welcome at gmail.com Now for our legal disclaimer from Dr. Johnston. Best practice for change management is to be sure
0: all parties are informed. Please be sure you discuss with your leaders or supervisors any ideas from our podcast today that you might like to use in your organization before implementing.